Welcome to the Vibrant Mind, Vibrant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hill. My mission is to help you become the best version of yourself and live a life you truly love. I'll be sharing with you inspiration and practical tips on how you can use your mind to unlock your potential and become the vibrant person you were born to be. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Now today we're going to be talking about how to create big changes in your life, how to have the big shifts, to have the biggest bang for your buck. Because if you're going to put in the effort to do the inner work to create those changes, then you may as well be working on the right stuff, the stuff that is really going to make waves in this world of manifestation, this world where you create your own reality. Let's begin then by talking about why this is important, because whilst it may seem really obvious, like, of course, Sean, I want to get the biggest bang for my buck. Why is it then that people aren't doing this? And it's often because they don't even know what they're doing. Now, as a coach and a trainer over the years, I have seen many people working on what you would call the lower level stuff that doesn't particularly move the internal needle. So let's go through the different levels so you can understand what if, what it is I'm actually talking about and how you can begin to use them in your life to create those big changes. Now, this is based on the work of Robert Diltz, and it's called Logical Levels. So I'm going to go through each of the logical levels with you. One builds upon the other. Now, we'll be starting from the first logical level and working our way up. Now, the first logical level is the most conscious. And with each level that we go up, it becomes more of the unconscious work. The lower levels are the ones that people tend to focus on the most. They are the ones where people attempt to create change, yet it doesn't always work. So let's dive on in. So the first level is environment. Now, your environment is just that. It's your physical space where you actually spend time. It's the people that you hang out with. It's the things that you consume, whether it's TV, podcasts, radio, conversations, books. It's also the environment you have in terms of, for example, if you are starting a business, do you have assets? Do you have capital? Do you have all of these things that would count as your environment to support you with it? Now, your environment is the foundation to everything that follows. So whilst your environment is one of the lower level changes, it does have an impact. So this isn't discounting any of the lower level stuff. In fact, your environment over a period of time is going to have a huge impact If you were to hang out with a group of people who regularly drink, who regularly smoke, who regularly eat junk food, you can guarantee that over a period of time, if you spend time with them, you may well pick up those habits and traits. So environment is crucial and it's something that you can act upon today. You can start to clean it up in whatever way is easiest for you and build upon that every single day. So that is the first logical level. Now, above environment, we have behavior. So this is the action that we take every day. It's the way that we behave. Sometimes those behaviors don't serve us. And it's often where people will tend to focus when they want to make changes. You know, I'm going to stop doing this activity and I'm going to start doing that one. I'm going to discipline myself to carry out a certain behavior to get a certain result. And that's good. It's good to look at our behaviors. Are they serving us? Are they limiting us in some way? Yet let's take it to the next level, which is skills and abilities. 
the skills and abilities that you have are going to determine the kind of behavior that you carry out. If you were, for example, wanting to nourish your body, you wanted to get healthy, then developing the skill of putting together healthy meals, maybe learning to cook, could be of an advantage. If you want to start your own business and the first thing that you need to do is start selling and marketing yourself, then learning how to do that is going to enable you to behave differently. So your skills and abilities will feed in to your your ability to carry out the behaviors. This is true also of, you know, to make it even more tangible than that. If you think about a singer, somebody could really want to be a singer. They could put themselves in the environment of singers. They could go to open mic nights. They could behave like a singer. Yet if they haven't developed the skills to sing, then that is going to impact on the results that they get. So we have environment, we have behaviors, and then we have skills and abilities. Now, above that, the next logical level is your beliefs. These are really powerful because our beliefs are going to determine what we do or don't do. So you can have all the skills in the world, everything that you need. You could be able to carry out the behaviors needed and be in the environment that supports you. But if you don't have the belief, if you think it's not possible or not possible for you, then how likely are you to carry out the behaviors that are needed? Probably not very. And even if you do, the way that you carry them out is going to be impacted. There's a very different energy to somebody who's showing up with full belief in themselves versus somebody who doesn't. And I can speak about this from personal experience because I remember back when I was working in the acting and modeling world, going to an audition with belief versus going to one without without belief is massive. Before releasing the limiting beliefs that I had back then, I would go into these auditions, these castings with my head held down. I would be looking at everybody else around me and thinking they're never going to choose me. Why would they choose me when they can have her? So I'd lost the game before I even walked through the door because that was the energy that I was putting out there. It also impacted on my physiology. You know, I didn't walk in with my shoulders back and my head held high, or if I did, I was faking it and it was very, very evident. So that is beliefs. And you can think of them like an on off switch. You either believe or you don't. And when you switch a belief on, it's like the the room lights up and you're able to see the path in front of you. Whereas if you turn that belief off, then you won't see it. Likewise, limiting beliefs. If you turn that belief on, then that is going to show you all the ways that you're limited. So beliefs has a much bigger impact than the skills and abilities, the behavior and the environment. If somebody really believes they can do something, they may well not have the skills, yet you can guarantee they will achieve more than the person who does, but doesn't believe it. Okay, continuing then. Above beliefs, there are your values. Your values are what's important to you. And we have values for every area in life. They are what motivates you. They are what you're willing to invest your time, your energy in. They get you out of bed in the morning. And they're how you measure whether what you have done, the behaviors that you've carried out are good or bad. They're a kind of internal gauge in life about wrong or right, good or bad. Now, often your values aren't necessarily what you want them to be. You may have a goal to make loads of money, to do a certain thing in life. Yet, if in your unconscious mind, 
making money isn't important to you, you're never going to feel motivated to go and make the money, even if you want it, which can create an internal tug of war. It's like, I want it, but I can't be bothered. I want it, but then I don't at the same time. So your values being in alignment with the things that you want has a massive shift. That is where big changes start happening. Let's take it back to the singer. So you have a singer who has the environment. They, you know, they go to their open mics. They have all the equipment. They have the contacts, the connections. They go to bed early with their behaviors. They practice. They have singing lessons. So they have the skills and ability to to deliver. They also believe fully they can be a singer. But they are not motivated to sing. They are not motivated to do what it takes As much as they want it, it's not the thing that gets them out of bed in the morning. It may get them so far, yet if you don't feel compelled to do it, if it isn't what drives you internally, then it's going to wear off after time. It's going to feel like hard work. So your values have a massive impact on what you do. And it doesn't end there. So above your values, you have your identity. Your identity is who you believe you are. So it's bigger than a belief in isolation. For example, the minute somebody has a baby, they have a new identity. So they say, I am a mother. I am a father. It's who they are at their core. And many times people will hold identities that don't necessarily serve them. It may be that they identify as I am a failure. I am not worthy. To spot an identity belief, look for the words where you say, I am. Now, you see this kind of belief when it comes to things like smoking. People will say to you, I am a smoker rather than I smoke. I smoke is a behavior. I am a smoker is an identity level belief, which is why you can often meet people who haven't smoked, who haven't had a drink for many, many years, and yet they still identify as being that person, but that person who's not carrying out the behavior. Now, when you hold an identity level belief, so it's who you are, when it's who you are, that is going to impact on your values, what's important to you. It's going to impact on the beliefs that you hold. It's going to have an influence on the skills and abilities that you have. It's going to impact on the behaviors that you carry out, and it will influence your environment as well. So the identity level stuff, the identity, the values, the beliefs, they are really the unconscious stuff. That is where the deeper work happens. So if you work on those things, it has a massive ripple effect on all of the things beneath it. It does go a step further. So above all of that is your purpose, which is your reason for being here. It's your why in life, which is so much bigger than anything else. So I'm sure you can appreciate that when you look at it like this, to make the massive shifts, it is about doing that deep unconscious work. If you want to create something in your life, Changing the behaviors, changing your environment, looking at the skills and abilities that you need is all part of it. Absolutely. Because all levels feed into the other levels. So it's making sure that you're in alignment on every single level. And the biggest change happens when you do the deep unconscious work. That is where you see the massive shifts.
So my invitation for you is to get out a piece of paper and make a note of all of those levels and look at what is it that I'm currently doing? Where am I now? What is my environment? What are my behaviors? What are my skills and abilities? What are my beliefs? What are my values? What's my identity? And look at where you are beginning right now. And then pick out which bits are supporting you in who you want to be and which bits are hindering you. Now, when people want to make changes, it's easy to focus on the lower level stuff. I mentioned earlier, environment, behaviors, and also the skills and abilities. And I'm guilty of this myself, where you may go on course after course after course, learning new skills. And a lot of the time, the skills that you're learning are skills that you already have. There may be the occasional twist and, you know, something slightly different in there. Yet really, if you were to honestly check in with yourself, you probably have a course that has already taught you that very, very thing, because it's not about the skills and abilities. It's usually about the belief, the values, the identity. So when you work on that, suddenly those skills and abilities, they come into play. You're able to activate them because you have the belief that you can. So rather than wasting time, money, energy, effort on continually building your skills, on continually fighting your internal program to just go to the freaking gym, to go and do the thing, change the behavior, break the habit. Why not invest and take the time to work on the deeper stuff, to really tap into what's motivating you? What are the beliefs that are getting in the way of you being able to do exactly what it is that you know you can do, that you know you are capable of, and the only limitation is in your thinking about it? Now, I really want to know how you get on with this exercise. Let me know because there is a next step to it and I will share it with you if you drop me an email, a DM on Instagram. Once you've done that exercise and you've identified where you are versus where you want to be, I'll tell you what the next step is. And for now, have an amazing week. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. You really are the reason that this podcast exists. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you leaving a review and make sure that you follow and subscribe